0: Jessica here, welcome back to My Transgender Nation. Today we have Helen Boyd as our guest. Good day to you, Helen. Nice to see you too. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, I'm glad I could. So Helen is the author of My Husband Betty and She's Not a a Man, I Married, books chronicling contemporary cross-dressing culture, uh, relational gender, and her own marriage to a transgender woman. <clears throat> While she isn't teaching, she consults on films, delivers lectures, and does training in gender um, diversity for corporate and community groups. She also has a blog, um, my my husband Betty, and she is listed as one of the top one hundred transgender-related bloggers. Cool. So- Again, welcome, Helen, I'm glad you're here today. I, I thought we would start with just uh, having you tell us your story.
1: My story, so my story is old. I'll just start there, that uh, I've been doing this work for a long time. I'm actually right now preparing a syllabus uh, for a class on trans issues and realize that I've now been involved in transgender work for longer than some of my students have been alive. <laughs> so, oh, wow, that's a long time. There's no, yeah, it's, it started about 20 years ago when um, my wife and I started dating. Um, she basically told me early on um, that she wore women's clothes sometimes, right, which ended up being the uh, underestimation of the century, but um, <laughs> it took us a while to work that all out. So, um, so yes, I knew that, and I was kind of looking around, you know, early days of trans internet for sort of a group of other like girlfriends of people who were dating, people who were gendery, and um, ended up finding up uh, honestly a lot of very unhappy women um, in these groups. And and really, I was just looking for a company and maybe you know fetching, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, she stole my lipstick again, kind of stuff. Not. Uh, that I was unhappy being partnered to someone. And so I started to create groups so that I might find more people who were similarly minded, um, who were happy to be in relationships with people who were playing with gender. Um, I was a tomboy growing up, so my gender has always been complicated anyway. So the reality is um, my wife, really kind of, it gave me some opportunity to look at my own gender as well. So, um, yeah, I've had people basically tell me straight up that I should identify as trans now that we've got this massive umbrella, but I, I still don't. So, um, <laughs> I, I still like to say I'm, I'm just bad at, you know, gender. So, that's, because uh, I, don't, I don't particularly like gender. I find it very restricting. But, yeah, so, I started doing that work. I started creating groups. At some point, I started a blog uh, that probably came around the time of the first book, which my wife was deep into blogs, if anyone remembers the early aughts, right, when blogs were starting to be a thing. And she was the one who encouraged me to start it, because she was reading them on politics and movies and stuff like that. And so uh, she really thought that I should do that, and I did. Uh, And then somewhere in there, I got the contract to write a book. In fact, she had been acting at the time. It was sort of a weird turn of events because she'd been acting which is really restrictive because she was playing you know handsome leading men right she couldn't grow her hair long she couldn't grow her nails long any of the stuff that really was important and so she ended up quitting acting and I think it was the exact same week that I found out that I had the contract to write a book so we literally just pivoted it was like she went from being the one who was doing the creative work and then she kind of cut back to just a day job and um And then I was writing the books and doing interviews and uh, all of that. So, um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, doing the research for the first book is still, like, some of my fondest memories. I talked to a whole bunch of um, people who identified as cross-dressers. That was never a term my wife preferred, but, again, a little bit of trans history. Uh, You know, the OED, I think, puts transgender in the dictionary in, like, 2003, maybe? And so it just wasn't a popular enough word for me to use it in my book title or my subtitle. And that was very frustrating. But, um, because she still kind of goes, oh, that cross-dresser word, because it just, it never suited her. So, um, but it took us a while to sort that all out. So, um, and then I wrote the second one a couple of years later, as she was kind of already transitioning uh, like her our our story is interesting in that sense because our Mm -hmm. our deal when when we realized transition might be on the horizon there were kind of two sort of i think still funny decisions one was that she was an actor and so at some point we decided it made sense for her to go on you know the the drugs that people take to prevent balding because we thought well if she's an actor or a woman She's gonna want her hair. So, <laughs> her first modified version, and then at the same time, um, she we really made a decision as a couple that she would go as slow as she could uh, to give me, and that her promise to me was she would go as slow as she could, and I would go as fast as I could, so oh, that okay. to try to keep up with transition. Yeah. We really approached People it
0: with each other, right?
1: Yeah, we approached it as a couple. We would, her her goal was always it's very romantic, but that she wanted to be old. And walking on a beach with me, hand in hand, she didn't want to lose our relationship as a result of transition, and that was oh, that's great. I like it. Well, and there wasn't much guidance at the time. I mean, so many people, it's just assumed that your relationship is going to end with a transition, and we were like, why? I mean, I'd been okay with so much of the gender stuff all along. It's it was certainly a distinct challenge. And of course, if you're going to legally, medically, et cetera, transition, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to navigate. But she basically, yeah. So once she started sort of looking at transition, I always joke it was the moment that she wanted to stop wearing like, you know, club clothes and wanted to wear a denim skirt to a Mexican restaurant that I was like, oh, I don't think this is just gonna be fun and dress up anymore. I think this is serious. So um, that's when I started writing the second book and thinking about, well, what does it mean for me? like people obviously are going to assume that I'm a lesbian, people have been assuming I was a lesbian, honestly, long before I met her. But um, yeah, what is it going to mean to confirm that, right? Yeah. So i would mostly dated men. Um, I considered myself bi at the time. Um, but the, the whole, um, yeah, the whole concern of sort of what does it mean to be partnered to someone who's trans? What does it mean to like consider the fears that you have and not in terms of personal fears but the fears trans people right experience a lot of violence and discrimination what is that going to mean for us you know is that going to undo our marriage how is all of that going to work and so the second book is really um i joke that it's a memoir written by somebody who reads too much gender theory so and i do read <laughs> you know, a lot of gender theory but i was amazed because i'd been reading this stuff in feminist circles and in queer theory for years and then i was like talking to cross dressers and i was like Okay, someone needs to translate this cool stuff that's happening in the academic world for the people who need it, like for the people who are actually trying to get out of gender boxes. Um, so I always joke that yes, as much as I wrote my books, there are also a lot of translation of the theory that I was reading, so yeah, in an accessible way, because it you know not everybody went to graduate school in in feminist theory, so right. some of those works are hard to read if you're not trained in doing that. So
0: I would imagine so. Yeah. So you have a full-time job that uh, is involved in, in related areas as well?
1: I teach gender studies, yeah. I'm, uh, we're originally from New York, and we've been living in Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, basically because of this job. So I get to teach undergraduates uh, intro to gender studies, and I'm teaching a trans lives course uh, just about to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often taught feminist theory and queer theory, et cetera, et cetera. Sexuality stuff, yeah. All related. All related, all very, very complicatedly related, yes. Yeah,
0: I'll bet.
1: And she, in fact, worked at the same school for quite a long time and then a couple of years ago decided to go be an actor again because she had given up her acting career to transition. Yeah. And and then a couple of years ago just when, um, it was actually, I was consulting on a film project. They had found me to do some consulting on this project and then they found out my wife was an actor who wasn't acting and they had, were having a very hard time finding the person to play the lead in this movie. And finally, I mean, this is a funny story she loves to tell that I had gotten an, an invitation, it's a weird story, to the, to the Obama's Department of Justice for the Office of Violence Against Women because they were ho- holding this round table about sexual violence, especially on college campuses, community outreach, like how to reach the people who aren't traditionally the people who report on sexual assault like how do you find the gay boys and how do you find it yet so i was invited to that and she was like my wife is going to the white house why am i building websites for a university like i gotta go do stuff so once she heard that uh they hadn't found a lead and they've been asking me for months while i was consulting with them on this project um like can you please try to talk your wife into auditioning and she finally because of my invitation to the doj Uh, was jealous and decided a little good professional jealousy is a good thing for a relationship. Sure. He decided to finally audition and then she got the part. And then five weeks later, she was in LA making a movie. So, wow, it was a weird, it was a weird year, but yeah. So, and then she was in LA and she's been in LA mostly acting until COVID, of course, shut everything down.
0: Yeah. It's been quite the ride, hasn't it? Oh, it has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was nice. It turns out we
1: still like each other and we can live together, so. Well, thank
0: God for small favors, there you go. (laughs) That's true. So this, so you're just like totally immersed in this whole world, aren't you?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I I feel like that's one of the things, I mean, especially when I first started doing my work, there were very few uh, partners, first of all, who, who ever talked about trans issues and relational gender, which I think is important. And there were very few cis feminists um, who were engaged in trans politics? You know all the issues that that brings up, body autonomy. Yeah,
0: I, I can say most cis women that I know that are are lesbian think that uh, the whole transgender community doesn't belong associated with them in any fa- shape, fashion, or form. But uh, right. that's well, a We were lucky. We had
1: most of our gay and lesbian friends were very supportive of her transition, yeah. and yeah. and so I was just like, I don't know why there aren't more feminists i mean the whole idea of like you get to be you and do with your body what like these are you know important things in feminism and it was like i I saw those as absolutely related immediately and yet talking to people I, i just i was shocked anyway so i used to joke that you know for all the um you know, all the women who were like the best friends of gay men in high school, you know, that one that one woman who's sort of friends with all the all the gay kids. Yeah. I was like, I, I felt like I started to beat up for the trans community. I was often Oh, okay. Yeah, that's
0: a good way to yeah.
1: That person. Yeah. And not because I don't have my own gender stuff either. I mean, uh the questions of gender. I always joke that I'm jealous that transition resolved my wife's issues with gender because I don't think there's anything I could do that would resolve my own. So <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So uh, you you brought up crossdressers earlier in the conversation. Do you sure. consider crossdressers to be a member of the transgender community? I think it really depends on the crossdresser. Yeah. Um. Some absolutely are. Uh.
1: I think there are a lot of people I have known over the years for whom crossdressing was the only way that they could access. Like I think there are. There were a lot, especially um, of older cross-dressers who I think really probably would have transitioned. Right. um, But couldn't for various reasons or decided not to for various reasons, you know, grandkids and other responsibilities and civic stuff, et cetera, et cetera. But I've certainly known plenty of people. um, The term that used to come up a lot in my work and on the message boards that I ran online was, was middle pather, So somebody who like is trans, might not be transitioning. Maybe it's not a good option medically. Maybe it's not a good option in terms of work, etc. I hope
0: that stuff is starting to change. But yes, I think it,
1: it really depends on the
0: crossdresser. Uh, sure. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I, I see a lot of them online who label themselves as cross slash transgender. And I'm like, I'm trying to I'm trying to put the two together. It's like, well, aren't you one or the other? You know? So well,
1: I remember years ago my wife was asked like sort of what variety of trans she was. And she said, you know, you because Eddie, Eddie Azard, of course, always used the term transvestite, even though we don't use it in the US much. And she said, Well, you know, you, you can call me that. You can call like just use
0: trans, trans. That's it. That's yeah. I like trans. what kind like of trans, you. right? Yeah, trans. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Yep. I, I prefer trans myself, but I guess some people get upset when you don't say transgender as opposed to trans too. So. Oh, transgender is a mouthful
1: for someone who like has, who talks about transgender issues a lot. It's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: it is. Something. trans is a lot easier to say. Yeah, it is. It really is. <clears throat> but actually when people go looking it up online too, actually they look up more transgender than they do trans.
1: Well, because trans will end you at transnational and trans-specific and, you know, like the word <laughs> The term, the term has been used for lots of other things so it's true too absolutely
0: true <laughs> um so um your 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 wife is she a feminine transgender at this point she it's interesting you know when she was
1: transitioning certainly i think there were days that she was certainly um very very fem and now i feel like if i can get her out of sweatpants it's a miracle so <laughs> Um, there was definitely a period where I remember going, you know, you don't have to get that dressed up to go to the store. And in fact, if you dress up all the time, you're gonna get clocked more easily. So, yeah. um, but it was a slow process. And now, yeah, now I joke all the time. It's like, she's been living as a woman for 15 years. So yeah, yeah. It's, no, yeah. it's no makeup and no and sweatpants and yeah. Yep. And I joke all the time and I'm like, we still have standards in this house. Could you try to look like <laughs> a so, I like that. That's great. But yeah, so it's it's the same as everybody else. You know, half yeah. the time I talk to her when we zoom because she's in Connecticut doing a play at the moment. Every time we zoom, I'm like, wow, okay, did you go to rehearsal? Like, <laughs> is she at the Goodspeed? She is at actually Yale Repertory. Do oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. That's why I ask. Like, so. right. oh, it's a really it's a cool place. So it started when she was at Oregon Shakespeare Festival. And um, it's written by uh, native playwrights. Um, And they are, it's called Between Two Knees. So it's about two events that happened at Wounded Knee. Um, It's a very tough play, but it's really funny and also tragic and also funny. And it's one of the people who's involved was the guy who wrote Reservation Dogs. That's the new HBO series. So it's it's really cool. She plays all the terrible white people. so, you know, <laughs> she enjoys playing bad guys in general, but oh, especially okay. in comedy, it's, yeah, it's ter- terrible, terrible people, but <laughs> it's, uh, she plays like 14, she's the Kate McKinnon, right? She plays like 14 different characters. over. The oh, wow. So, That's she loves yeah. that. Yeah. does
0: she?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I don't, I, I just go, I don't know how you remember which person you're supposed to, like acting seems hard enough, but. She goes back on stage and it's like, how do
0: you remember which person you're even being? Yeah, yeah. I know. Four people in the same play. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be exhausting in itself, right? It's, but fun,
1: apparently. So, there, yeah, you, go.
0: there you go. Yeah, she's well, an
1: amazing, she's an amazing talent, so. That's awesome. Yeah, very much so. And I am glad to see her acting again, so. Um, you write a blog as well? I yeah, and I don't blog half as much as I used to. I've actually um move to patreon more um, just because making a living is a thing um, and for years I did a lot of that work we ran message boards as well community uh, message boards and I the last time they failed um, you know something went awry on the internet um, I just went you know I've, I've been doing these for 20 years and I just can't do it anymore yeah, yeah, yeah well they don't seem to be
0: as popular anymore as they used to be either
1: well, they were they were good especially for a lot of people a, a lot of the people who um visited our, our message boards the community we would built were uh people who transitioned 20 years ago who were not particularly out as yeah. trans anymore but they kind of wanted to reconnect with community people who were you know closeted cross dressers people who were in the process of transitioning who hadn't told anybody yet um and generally speaking we had a really it was it's always been a very smart group of people. So now there's a little version of that on Facebook, but it allowed people more privacy, right? The message boards were private. You could public, publicly, you had to sign up to even read them. Um, so we, that that was important. That has become, I think, less important as people come out more, frankly. Yeah.
0: So, yeah.
1: yeah. As the assumption that being out as trans is is a good thing. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, we came out early, but um, yeah, yeah. we came out, honestly, because uh, we were threatened with blackmail. And so we were like, we don't want to experience that again. So really, yeah, when nobody knew, it was an ex of, of my yeah. wife. Yeah, it was it was an unpleasant experience. I'll just I would in.
0: imagine it would be.
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah, we just kind of went, no, we don't ever want to deal with that again. It was awful. And you know people can out you if you out yourself so that's what we did
0: yeah there you go so in your in your 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 lectures or your your teaching that you're doing do you give advice as well as maybe just bring information to them um i would say sometimes students come
1: to me for advice um and i certainly always have i mean there's a lot of people who are you know catch me at two in the morning on the internets i'm a i'm a night owl so people catch me late but yeah over the years i've certainly tried to help where i could in in more personal ways and right now in fact i'm working with um a couple because people are still coming out from a marriage right that they're already married when they realize that they're trans and so i i still try to do a lot of that work because really there's like nobody doing it. Still, I'm like 20 years later and um, I'm a little disappointed. No one has picked up that mantle, but I, I still feel like couples need help transitioning and there's still very few resources available for how do you navigate a transition. If you, you know, obviously a lot of people realize they're trans and go, okay, I'm done and the marriage is over. That's still true a lot. But in the cases where people actually
0: would like to keep the marriage, there's, yeah, almost nothing out there. So, I always wonder what it would happen if I had come out earlier in in, in my world. So, you know, I, I I'm I'm divorced and my ex, she uh, she came out first as a lesbian and said she wow. wanted to divorce. She divorced and then 2 years later I finally woke up and said, "Oh wow, this is what my problem is. I am trans." And, That's dealing with it since I was four or five years old, but really never had quite figured it out. You know, I didn't I didn't have a label for it in my own head. So so you were effectively both
1: married. That's fascinating. Okay. She was and you were a woman, but neither of you really knew that at the
0: time. Yes, but my my therapist was convinced that my wife married me because I was a woman, even if she didn't know I was a woman. I am convinced that's true of me too, that
1: at some level, um it made perfect sense to me. Um, yeah, it makes when a lot I,
0: of sense, exactly.
1: when, I, when, I, when I meet partners a lot, I think there's a lot of us as well, and I this goes unacknowledged, but I think a lot of partners of trans people turn out to be very gendery on their own, that they've had yeah. conflicts with gender, or yeah. grew up tomboys, or, I mean, one of the guys I know who's with a, a trans guy, um, like, was always attracted to tomboys and yeah. uh, butch women, and, you know, then found himself married to a dude. So it, it's I, th- I think a lot of us are gendery, but we don't talk about that much as a community. So. I think
0: people are too scared to talk about it to some extent, right? Yeah. Interesting. So, what advice would you give to someone uh, that came up to you and said, "You know, uh, my 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 friend or my partner is is trans, and I'm not sure how to handle it." What advice would you give them right right off the bat?
1: Well, you know be a decent human being <laughs> good start <laughs> you know like like the many last don't judge them for it don't i think the more important thing is like don't judge them for not telling you sooner um mm-hmm. because i think a lot of people i mean this happens to partners very much so this woman i was just recently talking to is that they've been together for a long time and she's like you know how did this person never tell me anything and i said well people who don't want to know a thing ignore the thing right i mean yeah. they don't know themselves. And so I, when my wife and I tell our story, she always says, well, I told you everything as I came to know it, right? That that's, there's such a, a difficulty in understanding being trans that, you know, even if you know other trans people, it's like the idea of going, oh, I could transition, I think is just a giant mental leap. And it took years for us to work that out. So I'd say to most partners, like, and friends, like engage the transition together. I mean, when someone transitions, it's really their whole family, their partners, their friends, the whole group is going sure. to everybody's
0: family. everybody is transitioning.
1: And so, yeah, I, I mean, for me, the important decision was to say, if I was my partner's friend and not her wife, would I have a different response to her transition? And I thought as a friend, I'd be the one dragging her down to the clinic, right? Yeah, of course, because I was that that girl in high school with my yeah. gay. Friend. I was like, of course, I would have been like, yeah, let's get you hormones, let's do the thing, let's you know all the clothes, whatever. Of course, I would have been that person. Um, and I I thought, well, as a wife, why am I having a hard time? That's honestly this is what led to my second book, but I would. I would argue that a lot of people, it's like, how can you be a good friend to somebody? And that's always the same. The language and the terminology and understanding why someone's trans, like none of that's really important. Someone's going through a a difficult spot in life where they're realizing something about themselves, you know, you bring them them tea and sit and talk or sit and just sit in the room, right? company is good for people who are going through major change. Yes, absolutely. But just, yeah, be kind. I hate to say that. Be a decent human being and treat yeah. someone. I mean, if they came to you and said, look, I'm thinking about leaving my job or I'm thinking about any big life choice a medical yeah. decision, like you don't go explain to me what that surgery, you, know? you just kind of go, wow, I'm really sorry. What are you going to need? Can yeah. I bring you food? Can I, you know, what can I do? So yeah. that would be my advice. Help, be helpful. Great advice. I like it. And if you need information, you don't have to talk to the trans person. There's a million books now. So a million books, movies. There awesome. is a lot. I'm putting together the syllabus and there's too many choices at this point. But y- you really, yeah, you can get an entire education on transness without bugging the trans people in your life. And mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend doing that. And then if the trans person trusts you enough to actually talk to you yep. about their transition, then then consider that an honor because it is. You're being trusted with very, you know, intimate yeah deeply felt information um, yeah. and emotions so yeah that's a compliment i feel like a lot of people i talk to get very they do know, if someone trusts you to tell you about their transness that is that is a giant compliment that you know it not, is
0: it is know. it's a lot to bring up when you're you know it's yeah it's, it's tough stuff excellent well great words of advice thank you very much do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up today? Anything you no, want to just, add? I'm glad you're doing this project. I think it's a cool thing. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah cool. so, no, that's about it. And I just wish more people considered
1: partners as the advocates and allies we become. So there you go. Uh, I have found so many of us over the years really become very committed. And even a friend I know who they separated for other reasons, her and her trans person. She... Uh, yeah. She has always been an ally, remained an ally to the community the whole time, so. Excellent.
0: Yeah. So again, if somebody wanted to uh, read your books, you have two of them. One is My Husband Betty, which uh, even the title bugs me now, but yes, um, and the
1: other one is She's Not the Man I Married. So that's the one that's more of a, a I think of the first one, someone once referred to it as the Field Guide to crossdresser, which I think is funny. Um, and it is kind of about how crossdressers live um, and then the second one is more a meditation on sort of my wife is transitioning. was what, what is this going to mean? Yeah. Um, for my gender, for relationships, and a lot of translated gender theory. So
0: and uh, I really books.
1: need to write another one.
0: Ah. Um, and they can find your books. Everywhere. Everywhere. There you go.
1: Yeah, libraries, Amazon. I, I recommend Bookshop.org because they work with small bookstores. Oh, okay. Um, so I like them a lot better than Amazon, but yeah. There you go. Um, and then my blog is still at um, myhusbandbetty.com. Yep. Um, and my Patreon link
0: is there too, because I'm doing most of my writing that way these days. So Excellent. Very good. So cool. they can find you if they need, uh, need a, a source for information. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, Helen, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation, and it was a pleasure to meet you. You too. Thank you so much. Um, to, our, to our listeners today, thank you for tuning in to us. Um, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at My Transgender Nation. We have a website, mytransgendernation.com as well. So you can find us in any of those places. If you have ideas for future videos, please communicate with us and let us know your thoughts. We'll do our best to try and accommodate. I thank you again. I hope to see you all again soon and have a great day, everybody.